You're listening to The Doctor's Companion brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Matt Smith, but not that Matt Smith. And we're from MindRobber.net, the home site of MindRobber Productions, where we talk about all the things on podcasts like this one, The Doctor's Companion, where we talk about Doctor Who. The MindRobber's Verse is where we pick a show we love and we talk about it episode by episode. Uh, currently, we're alternating between Superman the Animated Series and Batman the Animated Series, although that's all going to change uh, in a few short weeks. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, then, of course, uh, that's also where you can find all of our movie reviews. Um, we just recently reviewed Man of Steel, so if you want to get our thoughts on Man of Steel, then hit up uh, the Mind Robbers Versus feed and find that review. And then also uh, future big tentpole reviews like uh, The Lone Ranger, Pacific Rim, The Wolverine, that sort of thing. Uh, those will be located on the Mind Robbers Versus feed, so make sure you subscribe if you want to hear our thoughts. Also, uh, the Mind Robbers, our flagship podcast, where we basically talk about uh, everything else. If you like our shows, review them on iTunes. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or any sort of cool thing you might feel like sharing, you can email them to us at podcast at mindrobber.net. If you want to start a discussion, add it to the comments so everyone can know what you're thinking. Also, uh, tell your friends. Just, just tell them. Just Talk. let them know. Yeah. Tell them. Uh, today, uh, Death to the Daleks, which is a John Pertwee story uh, from his final season. Yes. Uh, I know that because Sarah Jane's in it. Um, I have thoughts and feelings about this. <laughs> uh, oh, but, good. But before we get to them, uh, Matt, what would you say is the background and significance for uh, for this episode? Uh, not much. Um. <laughs> Uh, so Death of the Daleks, like you said, it's from Pertwee's final season. It's actually the middle story of the final season. Um, it came about because uh, Barry Letts, who had previously used the Daleks in two in the last two seasons, once for Day of the Daleks and then the other time for Planet of the Daleks, wanted to do a Dalek story to boost ratings. So he contacted Terry Nation because Terry Nation had a deal where if you use the Daleks, he got to be the one to say, no, I'm not going to I'm going to I'm going to not write them first. Like he got to be the first refusal. And uh, he said, no, let's do it. Let's do another Dalek story. So uh, Terry Nation comes in. Terry Nation writes another Dalek story. Uh, kind of walks away. Uh, background on this is actually really funny because from w- and I was telling you this off mic, but um, the, the the way that Terry Nation would write scripts, according to Douglas Adams in Destiny of the Daleks is Terry Nation would write a detailed outline for what he wanted to have happen and talk about the themes and the plots and and all that sort of thing. And then he would turn that into the script editor, and then the script editor would write the whole episode, Um, which is why Destiny of the Daleks is like, quote-unquote, 90% Douglas Adams, and Genesis of the Daleks is a Terry Nation plot, but with Robert Holmes' exquisiteness. Um, 
So, I mean, that's Genesis, and this is kind of like, you can tell that because the first episode is so tonally different from the rest of the episodes. The first mm-hmm. episode is dark and gothic, it's got an oil lamp, um, whereas this is something, whereas the rest is basically John Pertwee Fair. Um, it's directed by Michael Bryant, who previously directed a bunch of Pertwee stories, including The Green Death, The Sea Devils, Colony in Space, would go on to direct, um, uh, 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 de- uh, not Death not Death of the Dogs. What am I thinking? Um, what, he directed Revenge of the Cybermen, God Help Us All, and uh, Robots of Death. So we're actually talking about him in rapid succession, which is not mm-hmm. intentionable. Um, intentional. Quite a good director, honestly. All yeah. things considered. I think he's quite good. Yeah, he's really good. And it's interesting because I feel like I feel like this – his direction on this is not as good as his direction in Colony in Space because the aliens in this feel a lot like Colony in Space. And because they share a director, I'm just going to assume that that's mostly his call because the society and the world that he paints, always, both times they feel very similar. Mm. Um, and I like I like his vision of it. Like it's, it's one of those things where it's just like he go the Doctor goes to a planet. He has an adventure. It just this just feels like standard Doctor Who story, but with like a, a, a Daleks. Um, and uh, interesting because this is the last Dalek story uh, of the classic series, at least, to not feature Davros. Because once Davros shows up in uh, Genesis, he's in every other doc- uh, Dalek story that the show produces. So this is the last time to see the Daleks in action by themselves and kind mm. of to see what Terry Nation does with them. Because um, this does feel a lot like a Terry Nation story. So that's Death of the Daleks. Um, it, it's, it's, mostly like it, it's mostly just kind of in the middle of the season in a Dalek story that's basically... Mm-hmm. White and the and the first episode was missing for a while, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's back now. Yes. <laughs> Which I mean, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, before we continue and talk about the the story itself, uh, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by InStockTrades.com. Where you can purchase any paperback, hardcover, omnibus, or absolute edition at thirty five to forty five percent off. Plus, new release specials at 50% off every week. And remember, all orders over $50 get free shipping. Uh, and uh, it should be noted that beginning in July, uh, DCB, or, or InStockTrades.com is going to be having a Doctor Who anniversary sale. So all uh, Doctor Who comic book collections, uh, graphic novels from uh, IDW and the BBC, all, all of those uh, will be available for uh, a hefty discount. Um, so, uh, all the way through the end of November. So, um, for the next, uh, for the next, uh, five months or so, um, make sure that you're going to instarttrades.com and, uh, picking up some Doctor Who related, uh, comics and graphic novels. So thanks to instarttrades.com. All right. So death to the Daleks. Uh, here's how I feel about this story. (laughs) Um, uh, I, I, I really love part one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, and I quite love part four. Uh, and yes, I know it's just, it's just, uh, and I, and I like, like half of episode three, two, two and the first half of three are not so good. Um, mostly just cause they're boring and I don't care what about what's happening. But uh, once they get into the city, I actually love all of that stuff um, mm-hmm. quite a bit. Uh, which, I, which I figured would happen because it's basically just a labyrinth story at that point. Which yeah. Is nice. um, and I love uh, I love the little guy. What's his name? Uh, Bial or something. Bi- yeah, Bial. He's awesome. 
I love him. <laughs> he could have just like he really just could have become a companion. I'd have been totally cool with that. Um, <laughs> I really Bilal. like him. Bilal is his name. Sorry, Bilal. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, so I I I like I like that. Uh, and and yeah, and the labyrinth stuff. Um, with all the puzzles and things, it reminded me of the ending of um, of Last Crusade, like the third act of Last Crusade, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with you know the Doctor taking on the role of Indiana Jones and the dogs taking on the role of the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I so I don't know, like I uh, episode two and three are aren't so gr- great, but the back end of three and four I really quite like a lot. Um, even though it is just just the doctor and 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 Bilal just kind of running around hallways and corridors and whatnot, doing puzzles, doing puzzles, and like I get that's not probably interesting for a lot of people, but um, I don't know, maybe I'm weird, but I like that stuff. Uh, no, you're not weird. I mean, it's the sort of thing where it's like I I was looking at it and I was like, why does this? I was watching episode four and episode four, I had the same feelings because I like I do like the puzzles. Um, because it is something that, you know, children's television does. And Terry Nation is always writing children's television when it comes to Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it and I was like, why does this feel like another Terry Nation story that I can't remind, I can't think of? And I was, and I just, as you said that, like, because I've, I've been picking my brain about it since I watched it. But um, it just reminds me of something like Keys of Marinus where it has like a game structure to it. Mm-hmm. And I like that Terry Nation, like for all of his faults, and there are numerous faults. Um, in <laughs> fact, I'd go so far as to say more faults than uh, than good things. But uh, looking at it, like his his idea of structure in terms of just putting in games, I really appreciate because no one else does it. And it kind of works within the context of how of like his tone and what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I like that. Um, I don't think it would work with any other writer, but mm-hmm. because you just like, cause I watch these stories and I just go, Oh, Terry nation. Um, I, I just, I get this feeling that, um, you know, I, I like those things that I like. Cause if I don't, then I'm not going to enjoy them as much. And they're so easy to like, um, yeah. cause they're super tacky, but wonderful. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that. And then I love the, uh, I loved the, uh, uh, the city and the design of the city. It was like a cross between like, like uh, an Aztec, uh, like an Aztec city meets like Minas Tirith, you know? Yes. Um, and I, I really, I, I, I love that. Uh, the screen, the city screaming as it melts at the end was questionable. Um, <laughs> actually, it actually reminded me of like, um, reminded me of like something you'd see in like the evil dead movies. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was weird, weird choice. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, also a horrifying one, honestly. Yeah, um, it just screams as it melts. Yeah, and then you yeah. realize that this thing is literally melting, and you're like, ah, okay. <laughs> weird choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I didn't mind this so much because I I felt like the stuff in the city and and part one were so good. Part one was so good. Um, it's excellent. It's it's really great. Yeah. Uh, because those are so strong, like I can ignore the really bland middle, um, mm-hmm. and just sort of skip over it in my mind and remember the good parts of this. Yeah. Oddly enough, the best parts of this have little to nothing to do with the Daleks though. Um, <laughs> and I have no idea why this is called death to death to the Daleks from a plot perspective. I know why behind the scenes. Cause you told me, but from yes. a plot perspective, I have no idea why it's called that. 
There's no reason. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's it makes me, no it makes me laugh when the Daleks are in a story and they're just like, well, we have to have Daleks in the title. And it's like, no, you, you don't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, they couldn't call it power of the Daleks. Um, well, because that, that story did it better. Energy I mean, of the Daleks. What, hmm? Energy of the Daleks. I guess, but. I, th- I guess Big Finish saw that this wasn't called that and then did their own version of that because one of the Tom Baker stories um, from his first season was called Energy of the Daleks. Mm. Yeah, which I think is really funny. Um, All right, well, I don't know. Yeah. But, but no, you're totally right. I mean, like, behind the scenes of that is apparently Robert Holmes just did it because he hated the Daleks and he was just like, ah, call it Death to the Daleks. And so he did, they did, and it stuck because it sounds like a sexy title. Um, and, like, uh, not a lot of death two Daleks in this. I mean, there's there's a couple, but they're all really silly. Like, uh-huh. this, there's so much silly Dalek death in oh this. Oh my god. The best thing in this is uh, when the Dalek, when that one Dalek self-destructs and apparently <laughs> when Daleks self-destruct, they, they, ju- they just go insane. Yeah. They don't blow up. They just lose, the, they just lose their mind. I think, I think it's because Papa Dalek really just hammered in the complete lack of failure his son was allowed to have because that was just <laughs> that was really f- uh, like flagellating like just in the way like f- just felt like flagellation because it was like uh, I have failed I uh ah uh, stress ah uh. <laughs> like that's what it does it's such a weird choice <laughs> for the story to be doing as it just spins around in circles yeah and then and then randomly decides now I'll, now I'll explode boom like <laughs> <laughs> so funny or, but my favorite is just like, well, but that's the thing is that's really interesting is like the reason why the Daleks at this point need Davros is, and why Terry Nation needs to stop writing the Daleks is because he's literally run out of interesting things for them, for them to do. Um, looking at something like Day of the Daleks, like you had like a Dalek time travel plot, but Planet of the Daleks, which is the one be- between those between that one and this one, is just a rehash of the Daleks more or less. And this is very similar apparently terry nation did exactly the same thing with planet because planet um planet takes place on a planet called spyrodon and spyrodon is a jungle forest and apparently this was originally a jungle forest until terran six was like we're not doing that because we just did that like and that was terry nation's idea was to do nah, let's do a jungle forest and it's like no we did that just before like <laughs> Just before that, like the climax of the chase hap- happens in the jungle forest. Uh, uh, the Daleks takes place in jungle forest. Planet of the Daleks takes place in jungle forest. And here we are once again, and like it, with him wanting to do a jungle forest. It's like Terry Nation just always does the same ideas. So his idea here is that he creates this citadel <laughs> that saps energy and drains energy. So the Daleks have no weapons, which is just a weird cliffhanger. Um, just because it, it does not work if you know the answer the, the first time. Like I watched the first time, I was like, that's. Eh, it's all right, but the the second time it's just like, well, this is clearly just like you just going, what's going on? It just looks like their tongue flopping around. <laughs> it does. It really does. Um, it's like, uh, and it's like, why? Like, why? I don't. I don't understand. It's like, oh, Daleks have a lizard tongue, I guess. <laughs> well, what? what else or, oh, oh no, that's just what it looks like when their gun doesn't work. <laughs> okay, yeah. Terry Nation. Yeah, which, I mean, but that's a Dalek, that's always been a Dalek thing, is that, like, that, like, pulse action, I suppose, but it's always been obscured by, like, a laser insert or something, so, mm-hmm. like, whenever you look at it again, it'll, you'll always see that the Dalek, Dalek guns look hilarious, but 
this just really just shows that they're just, you know, they're just silly little creations. And looking at the rest of it, like, it's not that the Daleks don't do anything in this. It's that the, show, the story doesn't even take the Daleks seriously, which, fine, they're pepper pots, but... They're, they're not at any point in this actually scary. They're not at any points doing anything that is, you know, stakes building. I like the idea that humans have to team up with Daleks because the Exelons are evil. <laughs> but Terry Nation, like, the guy saw power and evil of the Daleks and was just like, hell no, that ain't the Daleks. And it's like, no, that was actually more Dalek than anything you ever turned out because this is... Like, Terry Nation's still doing what his vision of the Daleks is, and it's just a terrible vision. Like, it's just well, so I, bad. Well, and I, I think – but I think it's – I don't think it's terrible. I think it's legitimate because, I mean, he's treating the Daleks in the same way that I, – I would say in the same way that, like, Spielberg used the Nazis in the Indiana Jones movies. Um, where he doesn't really take them seriously. Like they can do things where they kill people or whatever, but they're, they're still not really, they're still like kind of played for laughs in a way because mm-hmm. they're just like, look how ridiculous these people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's kind of how they're treating the Daleks in this, which I don't think is, it might not be the best way to use it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's incorrect. I don't know. That's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I just I don't like his I just don't like his vision. Especially yeah. just cuz like you you see what, you know, power of the Daleks just shows you what the Daleks are capable of and uh, uh evil of the Daleks just builds off of that and it's just like, well, this is what we can do with this. Like why wouldn't you do something to this level? And it's just it's just a weird choice that ends up not working as mm-hmm. well for me. Um and it's 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 unfortunate. Like it's just unfortunate in, in my view. Just because you know, mm-hmm. I I think that there's a better story in here, which is which is uh, my most disappointing thing. Just from mm-hmm. just because if it wasn't Terry Nation doing this, this would be really interesting. The idea of a Dalek human team up is really great, um, especially because it gives us. But t- the way Terry Nation writes, it doesn't work, except for one line, which was just my favorite line in the whole story, um, which is. I don't know if you got it, but this one character, like they're like, do we team up with the Daleks? And and the one guy goes, I don't like it. My father, di- my father was killed in the Dalek War. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think we should team up with them. And the other guy goes like, Yeah, and if we don't do this, millions of people will die. And I'm just like, Okay, look, you have a very good point, but this guy lost his father. Have yeah. some respect. <laughs> Guy's just like, Screw your father. Yeah, I have bigger. There's a bigger thing going. This is this is bigger than us. <laughs> Like, so oh, that funny. did make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, Sarah Jane is uh, wonderful as always. I yes. can watch her forever. Yeah, even even when they don't give her anything to do. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. She's just great. She's just great. Um, <laughs> she really is. Yeah, yeah. All all the time. Like Liz Sladen is like just. I mean, I feel she like never phones get- it in. Never, never once, and it's just everything she's in is just. Oh, she's always good. Like she's yeah. just because she's always thinking and doing really great, just really great things. Um, but yeah, I love. I also love the thing where Terry Nation just believes in recycling old ideas, not that are not his own, but just like, man, eh, this is that. Like he'll just go there. Like the the idea that the ancient Exelons visited Peru, um, which is just not like a. It's like not an original idea, but just like, eh, why not? This is kind of cool. I'm like, you know what? I don't mind that Terry Nation. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind that. Um, uh, the one other thing that I wanted to mention that is really kind of horrendous. Um, and I don't know. Maybe you liked it, but uh, the music is awful. Like just so awful. Um, 
I I can't I can't I can't stand it. Carrie mm. Blyton did the music, and the guy also did Doctor Who and the Silurians, which tells you something. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just bad. Yeah, it's they talked so about they talked about his music in the behind the scenes thing, and about how good it was and how different it was and everything. And I was like, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't even notice it honestly. So, yeah, um, I didn't notice it until they were playing it in the uh, in the behind the scenes thing, and I was like, oh, I, that is weird. I don't okay. <laughs> I I didn't really I don't really have an opinion I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, uh, but yeah, that's I mean that was the one other thing that I really had to mention. Um, oh well, I guess I I don't know. The other thing I guess fine. One more. Uh, but the reason why episode one is great is just because it's just unique feeling. Like it's I. There's just this thing where it's just a very dark episode, and apparently Robert Holmes rewrote that episode like he was the one who was on point on it because he was shadowing Terrence Dix and Terrence Dix was busy so Holmes did the first episode but it just feels like the start of Holmes's gothic who like it just feels oh, like yeah. with the oil lamp and the darkness and the and the way that it's just really dark like the thing where the Exelon is on the ship and Sarah Jane is on the ship and Sarah Jane like takes out the Exelon and she is just crying as she tries to hand crank the door open uh-huh. it's just like it just feels like the sort of dark, scary that that Holmes would do, and it just ma- it feels so it's it's weird getting to episode two because episode two is suddenly all light and fluffy, and you're like, this is not what I liked about it. Yeah, no the the first part is incredible. I mean, yes. it's so incredible, and it, it like it it physically pained me watching it after you told me that, and I I was able to note it, I was able to pick up on the Robert Holmesness of it all. Um it pain- mm-hmm. physically pained me that we didn't get any part of the Robert Holmes era with with uh, uh, Pertwee. Yeah. Because there was something about him, like, just walking around with that oil lamp and his costume, which is, this is my favorite John Pertwee costume, this darker costume. With the, with the red trim. That's oh. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. so good. So good. Um, and I'm just I, – I just, like – I was just looking at that, and I'm like, "Oh, that's so gothic and wonderful!" Like, mm-hmm. I wish there had been more John Pertwee like like that. And instead, we only get one 25 minute episode. It's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, and and it, and it doesn't work with something like Time Warrior because Time Warrior is doing something totally different. Like, right, totally. Because Time Warrior is trying to fit into the Dick's uh, the Let's Disc Dick's aesthetic and has uh like the vaguest vaguest hints of the gothic, whereas this is Holmes being given full reign and kind of previewing what he's going to do with the show. Right. Um, and it's just I mean it's it's brilliant to see and it's really like whenever I think of this episode I never think of the puzzles I'm just I'm just obsessed with watching the Doctor and Sarah Jane walk out of the TARDIS carrying an oil lamp. Because oh, so good, it just—it's so perfect. It's so everything. <laughs> Sarah Jane in a bikini for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah, well that that too. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like, just like Terrence Dix being like, nah, put her in a bikini, <laughs> like just yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just such a good, such a good opener. Like just such a good, good, good opener, and I just mm. I love it. I love it. Also, I love that uh, they get stuck on this planet, and she's like, "Oh, I'm not really dressed for this." And he's like, "You're right. You should probably go back in and change." And so she runs back in and she, to change. She's like, "I'll be really quick." And she runs back in. She comes out wearing like this full outfit with like a belt and a scarf and a. And I'm just like. You're stuck on a planet. You don't need to look nice. Like, just throw some clothes on and come back outside. <laughs> You're not being a reporter right now. That's yeah. not. It's that's like, not and, you, and you wonder why he left you behind. Yeah. 
Which I love that the doctor, like, it's just so quintessential doctor, but but he's just like, go, oh, I'll wait. And then he just, he's gone. Like, he doesn't even bother waiting. He's just no. like, eh, leaving. <laughs> like, she goes back in and he just wanders off. Yeah. Um, so he's, yeah there's I mean, fog everywhere. Cool. I'm going to go yeah. check this out. <laughs> <laughs> let's go find some bows and arrows, you guys. Like, yeah. let's just That layer of fog in this, that is like, I was like, oh, there, there he is. There's Robert Holmes. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of that. All of that is just, like, talents where you're just like, oh, yes. Like, yeah. oh, that's – I mean, that's just – that is the stuff. Like, for, oh, yeah. for me, and I know that you're with me, but it's just like, oh, that is – that is just what I'm looking for with the homes. Just Absolutely. Everything. Just everything. Absolutely. Oh, oh love it. Um, yeah. yeah, so, no, I, I, I'd honestly – like, if it wasn't for uh, part two and, and, and half of part three – uh, or maybe even three quarters. Um, if it wasn't for that, like I would be a big fan of this episode. And even as it stands, uh, of of the Dalek stories that like exist, um, I wouldn't put this at the bottom of the list. No, God, no. no so no, 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 no. no. I so. think I think that days day is definitely better but i think that planet mm-hmm. is worse especially because planet is like six episodes which oh is just, ouch yeah that that hurts yeah um, the fact that this is only four is not that bad like it it no. i mean i was i was i was playing episode four and i thought i was pressing play on three i just lost mm. track mm. at that point so uh i think that's a good thing um it's a good thing yeah so uh, it wasn't so bad wasn't so yeah. bad. Yeah. Could, it could have been so much worse. It could have been six episodes. Yeah. It like could have been six. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Terry Nation 6. Whenever we get to Planet of the Daleks, that's what, that's what you have to look forward to. Oh, God. That just sounds the worst. Uh, <laughs> not looking forward to that. Uh, oh, we're getting to that before the end of the year. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, uh, before we move on. Wrap up the episode. We want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by DCBService.com. DCBS is the site that lets you pre-order all of your monthly comic book statues, action figures, uh, magazines, t-shirts, anything you can get from a local comic book shop. You can pre-order from DCBService.com by placing your orders three months in advance with monthly discounts, specials up to 75% off, and regular discounts of 40% off. Ship as often as you like with orders as large or small as you like. You only pay six ninety five in flat rate shipping, so thanks to DCBService.com. Next week, uh, we're back with the first Doctor in Galaxy 4. Yeah. In a mostly reconstructed story. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, not really looking forward to it. You shouldn't. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, but the problem is like the problem with Galaxy Four, and we're talking about this next week, is that um, uh, it's 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 the last story that's produced by Verity Lambert that isn't Mission to the Unknown, which I mean is just a weird anomaly. Have you seen Mission to the Unknown? Mm-mm. I think I think you'll love Mission to the Unknown when we get there, but. Uh, it's like the last real story that that Verity Lambert produced that wasn't wildly experimental because Mission is really experimental. Um, so it's one of those things where it's just like at a certain point, like the Ver- Verity Lambert is unique because she ha- her stories can just do anything. They're just wildly experimental, and Galaxy Four is about as rote standard like Doctor Who as you can possibly get. Like it's just. Mm. It's just really standard. Um, but on the bright side, episode three does exist because it was one of the ones that was discovered a couple years ago along with Underwater Menace Part 2. Um, so, I mean, it's nice that we can see what the Dravins look like and the um, – not the – what are the Dravins? The Chumblies and the Dravins and the I, – I forget what the other enemy was. But um, the, the ones that look like 
they're just a head in a jar. Um, mm. Yeah, or not head in a jar, but they look like they they look like something else. <laughs> okay. Or the rails, the rails. Um, uh, but yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be an adventure. Be an uh, adventure. All right, all right. Well, uh, that's next week. And uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm Twitter.com/slash Scott Corelli. Also, Twitter.com/slash Scott Commentary, where I live tweet things sometimes. Uh, just just today, I live tweeted a couple of thoughts on the uh, on the uh, death to the Daleks. And, um, oh, did they make me laugh? <laughs> oh, did they make me laugh? Just the guy got on fire. He was standing in water. <laughs> he was he got set on fire, and he's standing in water, and he just burns alive rather than just dropping into the water. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not saying he's standing in a puddle, you guys. Like he's standing in a lake. Yeah. He's like waist deep. Yeah. Like waist deep. And he just water. lets himself burn alive and die. <laughs> well, what else are you supposed to do? I go in the water. <laughs> uh, anyway. Those tentacle things were weird. I liked them. I liked Oh, I like them too, but they're weird. They're very Star Warsy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that they just touch things and the thing just explodes. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a great superpower to have. I mean, not really, but, you know, that's a great superpower to have. Yeah. Um, it's, really, it's really great. My favorite my favorite was just imagining you just putting on Death of the Daleks and then, then seeing Terry, Terry Nation's name and just going, oh, Jesus. Yep, like That's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> it said just... Death to the Daleks. And then by Terry Nation, I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love his name just strikes fear into the hearts of millions. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. It's just great. Oh, oh anyway. God. All right. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Gungan, and also my alternate Twitter account, twitter.com slash GD commentary, where I too will occasionally share thoughts of things I'm doing, listening, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's where you can find those <laughs> thoughts. Um, uh, 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 also, uh, my blog, classicalgalfight.blogspot.com, where I have a, a slightly more in-depth analysis of Death of the Daleks over there, uh, and I didn't like it very much the first time I watched it, which is when I wrote about it. So, I mean, I'm a little bit more critical over there, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've mellowed in my old age. So... <laughs> Uh, having having not gone through a lot of Doctor Who stories and trying to not suffer through chaff has really just made it made it work. Uh, speaking of chaff, next week uh, Galaxy Four, and on the other side of that, our daily podcasts on uh, Key to Time, which is going to run, I think, Sunday through Friday. Um, we think so. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and it's going to cover the Rebos operation, the Pirate Planet, the Sons of Blood, Iron of Terror, Power of Kroll, and the Armageddon Factor. And then on the other side of that, Love and Monsters, which is the tenth Doctor story, and Snake Dance, which is a fifth Doctor story. Which I can't, I can't wait for that. I'm just, I'm just looking at the stuff on the other side to keep the time, and I'm just like, thank God I stacked it so that we really are rewarded for our hard work. <laughs> Cause, Indeed, because Snake Dance, at the very least. Oh, I love Indeed. Snake Dance. Yeah. Indeed. Woo! That too. <laughs> Alright, we'll talk to you next week with uh, uh, Galaxy 4. Yeah, so bye. Bye. bye.